by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
kicking things off this week were the Black Bullets and Riding Shotgun from their last EP, Bombshell, proving once again there's still a place for sleazy rock and roll. The band's last gig was last Saturday when they played their hometown of Basingstoke. Uh, the only upcoming UK date I can see at the moment is up at the Unicorn on the 12th of November with the Healthy Junkies and Starsha Lee. However, a Spanish tour has been inked in for next year. So scoot over to their Facebook page for more details. And whilst you're over there, you might as well purchase some CDs. Now, I know this is well after the event, uh, but I left it a couple of days before I actively tracked down a song from this particular artist, meaning I missed playing it on last week's show. Whilst the Squirrel and I were down in Canterbury on the 22nd with friend of the show and Squirrel associate Arkwright to celebrate his birthday, he took us on our travels to Club Burrito, where his band Flame Pilots have trod said boards. Uh, there were a couple of bands on, however, we only caught half of the first acts, Maximum Martin. I hate making comparisons because I find them insulting to all names, but I'm going to make an exception. Imagine Jesus Christ in a suit with a Sid Barrett outlook playing Ramon songs on a 12-string acoustic guitar that had only been strung with six because there was a crack in the neck. And that, dear listener, is Maximum Martin. I know songs play a really big part. Uh, you can be technically brilliant and still leave me cold as with Dream Theatre. Maximum Martin didn't because he was entertaining, even if it was unintentional, with half-told stories when he was tuning his guitar or fixing the sagging microphone about chip shop break-ins by someone who wrote a song called Don't Buy Your Girlfriend a Vibrator Because She Might Use It On You. I believe an album is in the works as a couple of tracks are up on SoundCloud, so say as much. Uh, this one is, is one of them, which is a cover of Roy Orbison's Paperboy. I walk down to the blue side of town There's no happiness, no joy Long at the end of a long dark street I saw a little paperboy Paper boy, oh paper boy, I got bad news for you. Paper boy, oh paper boy, me and my girl, I feel. I feel a little better now. Someone knows I lost my love in my my love to girls. I'm looking for my love. I got my own headlines for today. It's been a change since she ran away. One dark angel disappeared. Seems like she's been gone a million years. Oh, she's now paperboy, oh, paperboy. Me and my girl are through. Talk 
talking about my love for demos, well, I was last week, the Breakdowns have decided to drip release a series of songs that have so far remained in the Breakdown vaults. Opening the vault, Volume 1 features an early demo of Ravon, uh, the finished version of which ended up on the B-side of the recently released Charity Keys uh, extended play, and Postcards from Paradise, which was originally written and recorded by Flesh for Lulu. <laughs>
those of you who were interested, my Ramones 40th anniversary box set finally arrived on Wednesday. Well, actually, uh, it arrived at my local sorting office on Monday, but I had to wait until Wednesday to pick it up, armed with £12.53 for the import duty. Number 15,634 out of 19,760. It was worth the wait and every single penny. Also, last week, a YouTube clip of Morrissey, he of the uh, Smiths, was posted on my timeline of the miserable one performing a live version of Judy a Punk. To begin with, I didn't know what to think or make of the matter, as it had been well documented that in 1976, one 17-year-old Stephen Morrissey had written into the Melody Maker and proclaimed that the band's debut album was made by a bumptious band of degenerate no-talents and should be rightly filed and forgotten. High praise indeed. Obviously, over the years, the former UK president of the New York Dolls fan club, Opinion changed as in 2010 the band's debut album was number two in his top 13 albums of all time i mean let's face it my musical outlook is completely different from when i was 17 no it isn't embellished and engorged yes changed nope i still pull out records that i was listening to in 1982 with this week's strange bedfellows is Shaking Stevens, a name synonymous with early 1980s. If he wasn't behind a green door being driven crazy, he was in some old house with Julie. Apart from rearing his head from the valleys in 2005 when he covered the song Trouble, recorded by Pink a couple of years earlier, I thought that he was probably making a healthy living consigned to the 1980s nostalgia circuit. In the beginning of last week, top classic rock scribe and fellow Crystal Palace fan Dave Ling complained on Facebook that he'd been sent links and emails purporting the new Shaking Stevens album, Echoes of Our Time. He was morally outraged, and I, along with everybody else, laughed at his expense, thinking in turns first day. Then... When he's on the phone to Francis Rossi about liner notes to Blue For You, Just Supposing and Never Too Late, he reports that Frank chimes in with, Have you heard the new shaky single? It's the dog's nuts. By now, 
Curiosity has definitely killed the cat. So, after a couple of emails to some surprise PR bods, Shake It's latest album found its way into my inbox. All joking and joshing apart. I really like it. It's nothing like his 80s hits, and I wouldn't have guessed who it was if my life depended on it. It's a healthy mixture of blues, Americana, and rock. If this had been released under a pseudonym, I don't think derision would have been non-existent, and much rejoicing would have been had at what a great new record there was. Sometimes you can't let your perceived prejudice or previous misconceptions get in the way of a good album.
Let mommy clown. 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 Yeah.
Shaking Stevens and down into muddy waters. You heard Steve Ignorant and the Paranoid Visions and Look Mummy clowns from the just released Now and Then CD. You tell me, on what other radio show are you going to hear Morrissey, Shaking Stevens, and Steve Ignorant following straight on from each other? An album I have been eagerly awaiting to hear is the third studio output from the mutants your desert my mind was released last friday that was the 23rd of september future listeners for each release core members of chris continente paul fraser and rat scabies have latched onto one particular genre for rhythm and punk review the band enlisted the likes of wilco johnson wayne kramer charlie harper never staples and becky bondage and it sounded to some of its parts as did tokyo nights with its j rock slant with guitar wolf mika bomb and the five six seven eights your desert my mind was recorded at the rancho de luna studio that has been home to the foo fighters queens of the stone age and iggy pop with head masters of reality chris goss on board aided and abetted with various eagles of death metal and the mojave lords i was really hoping the sound would follow suit. I was not disappointed, as it could quite easily be volume 11 of the Fabled Desert Sessions. If you're lucky enough to be in Joshua Tree tonight, or Long Beach tomorrow, the Mutants will be playing the last two dates of a mini four-date tourette. Let it go. 
social media for taking away the element of surprise and for smartphones for creating the heads down generation but if you're in a band or a fan of a band facebook and twitter are must-have tools for example liar thief bandit they've been knocking around malmo for a couple of years but i've never heard of them which isn't surprising i mean as much as i like to keep my finger on the pulse and pride myself in knowing what's uh, you know, a fair amount of what's hot and what's not in a guitar land i can't keep press of everything so what does Lie Thief Bandit do? Post a link to their video, Lease on Life, a track taken from their debut album, Gun Shovel Alibi, which is out next Friday, on the Helicopters Facebook page. As they know, it'll be seen. Seen and heard it was too. The band freely admits that they are fans of the Helicopters as well as the MC5 and the Stooges. However, the three-piece wish to move forward despite the influential homage. As they say... Enlighten those who are yet to be enlightened. Amaze those who are yet to be amazed. To inspire and, most importantly, keep the music very much alive. Can't really argue with that.
on to this week's crowd-funded fan-financed section. First up, it's Michael Lee Smith, vocalist with Stars, who technically hasn't got a pledge campaign going, but is testing the density of the water, and as he put it, just to let potential investors know that I can still sing and create. With a tune he co-wrote with Alex Kane. The tuning question is a rough demo, just done in a night that was written with someone else in mind. Michael says that his material will be much more of the uh, hard rock kind, and we should consider Runaway Jane an appetizer. Uh, I did wonder that the pledge campaign would be for the much-muted new Stars album. However, Michael clarifies this. Since he is like 3,000 miles away from the rest of the band, the songwriting process is slow. Even Frontier Records got nervous that the advance had been spent with nothing to show for it. Michael is confident that the album will see the light of day at some future yet-to-be-determined date, but felt it was now or never to do his own thing. As soon as his pledge is up and running, I will let you know. Hiding, everybody's hiding.
have it installed in my daughter that once you make an arrangement with a mate, you stick to it, even if a better offer presents itself. And to give her a juice, she is true to this. The only exception to the rule is gigs. Get a ticket to see a band you like, and later on another group you like even more announces a gig on the same day. It is perfectly acceptable to blow band A off. Yesterday, yesterday being the 30th of September, future listeners, there were more gigs in London that needed to be attended that was logistically possible. And we're at the Black Heart, Class of 76 at Dublin Castle, Jewel at T Chances, Steve Ignorant and the Paranoid Visions at uh, the 100 Club, The Lurkers at the Cavendish Arms, Weird Sin featuring Last Great Dreamers at the Nambuka for their pledge release gig, and Sharks at the Borderline, for which, as you know, I had tickets for. If you wanted to travel like further afield, uh, Johnny Moped was down in Brighton. So, midweek, I get a call from the squirrel, which began, you know, Friday, which telegraphed that she had another gig on her mind. The gig in question was The Last Great Dreamers, and I could see her point. She'd been a fan of them since the you know, first time around, and the only selling point for Sharks for her was Toshi. So, Last Great Dreamers it was. Even if I got a phone call en route to the Holloway Road questioning her rationale as the crowbar was packed with people who were actually going to the Sharks gig. It's amazing what a message uh, you know, is sent simply by just hanging up. I was semi-gutted as support for Sharks came from Dead Cuts, who feature X senseless things and for a B-side and a top-of-the-pops appearance, X Wild Hearts guitarist Mark Keds, who have an pre-order album up on Pledge Music. Hit All The Sixes is the follow-up to their 2014 debut, Dark Is A Night, from which this track, Veins, is taken. What? 
think the right choice gig wise was made as these days as much as i like a good gig i also like good conversation which i had in spades at the last great dreamers uh bumping into role models rich rags and simon maxwell with rags informing me he was up on vocal duties for one track mind for the johnny thunders new york doll set that was on after the last great dreamers set had finished and simon saying unfortunately that he had to be away by 10 30 11 15 he was still ordering drinks at the bar of course tom and moy from the phobics were naturally there all i needed was some quality food and last night would have been perfect
We also met up with some goth mates in the big red en route back to the car, which resulted in me, thanks to London traffic, roadworks, blocks, sink and bars, don't ask, uh, not getting in until quarter to two. Hence, this week's show being an afternoon one. I wanted to lie in. Uh, talking of goths as we were, The Mission have just released their new album, Another Fall From Grace. You're going to probably loads of people going to email in and say, The Mission are goth. They are to me. Uh, the Squirrel has indicated that we should see them at the Kennedy's uh, Town Forum on the 4th of November, as the 69 Eyes are supporting. On that day, I was supposed to be dropping off and picking up my daughter and her mate from the O2 as they were seeing Debbie Lovato. The blowing off a gig for another one rule does not apply in these kind of circumstances. However, the O2 gig has been cancelled, so I might pop up. I'm not really a big Mission fan. Uh, I did buy Carved in Sand back in 1990, so I got the four CD single box set. But truth be told, I haven't played that in over 20 years. Another Fall from Grace, on its first listen, hasn't grabbed me by the short and curlies. Going back to the Weird Sin gig for a second, projected on one side of the wall was uh, footage of the Ramones, the Clash, the MC5, the Dam, the Pistols, the Cramps, etc. All had an urgent stage present. It was almost like their minds were fighting with themselves to get over an energy that was picked up by the crowd. That's how I like my rock and roll. I wish to be visually and orally attacked. And I'm afraid the mission doesn't do this. However, I don't think that's in their remit. You, dear listener, on the other hand, may disagree. So here is the title track from Another Fall From Grace.
straight after the mission, you heard Headfuck by Trigger McPootshoop from their Inhuman Drinking Machine album. Uh, talking of gigs, as we were, the Hit Priests, whose 10th anniversary DVD is now readily available. Last UK gig of 2016 looks like it's going to be on the 27th of October, that's this month, boys and girls, at the Lounge in Archway, which will be a new venue for me. So I'm going to end this week's show with the uh, Hit Priests and their cover of The Stranglers Bring On The New Boss. Thanks, as always, for listening, and until next week, take it easy. I want to love you like your dad And be your superman I show you things you never had And hold your little hand Bring on the new miles Bring on the new miles I kiss your soul and write your nurse There's plenty to explore I've got to lick your little puss And nail you to the floor Bring on the new miles Bring on the new miles I go crazy for ya, crazy for ya Crazy for ya, crazy for ya Let me, let me fuck you, fuck you Let me, let me fuck you, fuck you Let me, let me lick you like a smile Bring on the new miles Bring on the new miles I go crazy for ya Crazy for ya Crazy for ya Crazy for ya Let me, let me fuck you, fuck you Let me, let me fuck you, fuck you Let me, let me lick you up your smile Bring on the new miles Bring on the new There's lots of games that we can play Just turn my tap, I'll trip And when the fever reaches you I'm high beneath myself Bring on the new miles 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 Let me, let me, let me, fuck you, fuck you Let me, let me, fuck you, fuck you Let me, let me, let you love your smile I go crazy for ya, crazy for ya, crazy for ya.